Cherry Pop Horror. Hello, 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 and welcome to Cherry Pop Horror, the horror movie podcast where it's always someone's first time. I'm Jacob, and in this show we tackle all things horror, be they your classic slashes, gore fests, monster flicks, kids horror, animated, basically, if it's got enough horror themes to it, we'll give it a watch. If you've seen the movie before, just sit back and relax. If not, don't worry, we're going to be running through the plot, talking about what we liked, what we didn't like, and just generally having a good laugh. If you'd like to get in on the discussion, send us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. That's all one word. All right, here we go. Oh, come on. It's just a bunch of hocus pocus. You're playing the game I started in 1969. Jesus. Wet. This isn't what happened last week. Have you all got amnesia? They just cheated us. Let's take a moment to consider the complexity of children. I know, it sounds like a stupid question to pose, but their entire worlds focus on what they've been taught by their parents, by their teachers, by other kids. So take a child whose structure of normality is centered such that everything around them tells them they're wrong. Well, what are they? They're a freak. What does that do to your world when that's all there is? Hello, Cat, and welcome back to Cherry Pop Horror. If you could choose a sixth sense, what would you want? I would love to see these gods and goddesses that um, everyone's talking about. <gasps> like like the pagan gods and yes, like the Greek the gods? Yes, pagan gods, like Greek, um, do you wanna... Jesus and, you know, and Mary and all Joseph. That. All that. All that sounds pretty Egyptian damn cool. Gods. How would you see them? Like, do you have to go to Egypt to see the Egyptian gods, or do you just have to find somebody who believes in them and you can see them like um, hovering above them? That's a good question. I think I would want to go and travel there mm. and see them because that's where like they... just hanging out in the yeah, pyramids. yeah, yeah, and just like go there <laughs> and just see give a little them. nod and you're like, sup, Ra. <laughs> I see Osiris right there with like all the 12 pieces, 14 pieces of his body separated all that stuff. Hell um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no. Um, that sounds yeah. cool. Uh, like seeing Thor. Yeah. And all Loki. You know, just like, go to Japan and see all the uh, cool Japanese gods and goddesses. Yes. And- oh, I, I don't know. Some of them are really scary. Some of them are really scary. Same, same with like the like mythological creatures yes. and stuff like that. But like, do you really want to see a kappa and stuff like that? I mean, <laughs> it would be cool, but just don't go near it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially if they're just in the temple, and just like stay there. Mm. I, I can see you floating around, but it'll be amazing to see that because you know, there's this whole thing about I can feel them, you know, or people can feel them. Mm. So I'm like, if I can feel them, I want to see them. That's cool. I really like that. Oh, my answer sounds so boring now. <laughs> What's yours? My, I just wanted to, I want to see people's emotions as like a color aura. Oh my God. So, oh my God. Oh, so if, well. I'm, if I'm having a bad day, I just go, go to someone who's got like a yellow aura and they can oh. cheer me up. 
Actually, that okay, that is more realistic. <laughs> Mine's one, just a bit like, what? Your one's so much cooler, though. Mine's more practical. <laughs> exactly. It's just more... Exactly. Yours is practical. Mine's just like, I don't know if this is going to happen, really. Do they really exist? I don't know. We'll find out. Let's go to Egypt, everyone. Yeah. Get in the car. <laughs> yes. Fully living out what Moon Knight. Uh, oh, I like that um, TV series. Yeah, I like that series, too. That I was, thought that was cool. That was probably one of my favorite my yeah. uh, TV series. So. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So anyway. that brings us to our movie as uh, the the main character in our movie definitely has a sixth sense because this week it was Kat's first time watching M. Night Shyamalan's 1999 The Sixth Sense. Yep. You know the accident there? Yeah. Someone got hurt. They did? A lady. She broke her neck. Oh, my God. But you can see her? Yes. Where is she? Standing next to my window. Baby, why are you shaking? Cole, what's wrong? Did you ever talk to your mom about how things are? I don't tell her things. Why not? Because she doesn't look at me like everybody else, and I don't want her to. I don't want her to know. Know what? I see dead people walking around like regular people. I don't see anything. Are you sure they're there? Sometimes you feel it inside, like you're falling down real fast. You ever feel the prickly things on the back of your neck? Yes. That's them. They get mad. It gets cold. How often do you see them? All the time. They're everywhere. <laughs> they want me to do things for them. I think that they know that you're one of these very rare people who can see them. So you need to help them. What if they don't want to help? I don't think that's the way it works. How do you know for sure? Is anyone there? Look out! Please make them leave. I'm working on it. Actually, I watched it three times. <laughs> Twice yesterday and, uh, oh no, twice yesterday and one today. <laughs> I can't believe you watched it three times. <laughs> was it good? It was good. That's like over prep. <laughs> but I'm glad you enjoyed it. All right, so we got our opening shot and we get some beautiful horror violins. Oh, gorgeous, stunning. I'm, I'm such a like music person, like put the right piece of music to the right piece of film mm. and I'll cry yeah. or I'll be scared yeah. or I get excited, you yeah, know. Exactly. Oh, so it's absolutely gorgeous. It's that, eerie and haunting. <laughs> yeah, especially the title, Success. Yeah, and you're just like, oh, it's frightening. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> we see a light bulb illuminate. Uh, we're in some sort of cellar. A woman comes down. This is Anne. Uh, she's very smartly dressed, so she's clearly been somewhere fancy, or she is somewhere fancy. Mm-hmm. She grabs a bottle of wine, she feels a shiver down her back, and heads upstairs. We meet Malcolm upstairs, played by Bruce Willis, of all people. The action star Bruce Willis. Doesn't he look young? 
I know. <laughs> he looks so young. He's even got like a mini head of hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, we see some thank you cards all drawn by children. So that gives you sort of an idea where we're heading with this character. Mm-hmm. Um, the There's a plaque. And he sort of shivers as well. Like the house is chilly. It's cold. And then Anna sits down with him and they read the plaque that's um, resting against one of the armchairs. I love this. It's like a single seat and they've just rested the plaque on it. Like yeah, they're not sure where to exactly. put it. Exactly. And it says, in recognition of his outstanding achievement in the field of child psychology, his dedication to his work and his continuing efforts to improve the quality of life for countless children and their families. Mm. He a good, good man. Really, really good. How much do you think the frame is? <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> I love that comment as well. Because he seems... Oh, it's, yeah, they admire the plaque, though Malcolm doesn't see it as an achievement. And I'm like, why? Why are you not proud of yourself? It feels like something is missing. Or, yeah. I don't know. And it's so sad because oh. he's clearly... Like, all those thank you cards and yeah, a plaque. Like, exactly. He's clearly improved the lives of people so much. Yeah. And he seems disappointed with himself. The fact that he asked to put it in the bathroom. Yeah, like, yeah. He's like, maybe we why? Should, why? Maybe we should hang it in the bathroom. Yeah. How why? much do you, How much do you think the frame's worth? He's like diminishing his own achievement. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like he's trying to punish himself. But anyway, well, Malcolm is an amazing psychologist. Basically, mm. he's a doctor. Um, the couple heads upstairs, quite drunk at this point. I think they drank that entire bottle of wine. Bam chicka wow wow. Yes, it's time for bam chicka wow wow. Um, but Anna stops as she's like seductively taking off her sh- was it a shawl or jacket I can't remember I think it was a shawl it was a shawl mm-hmm. she's sort of you know she's like oh come get me and then she stops because there's broken glass and a broken window in their uh, in their bedroom also the phone has been smashed as well a shadow from the bathroom draws their attention uh, Malcolm goes to check and he sees a man in the bathroom who's just in his underwear he's actually stripped down like you can see his clothes in a pile by the toilet I think uh, Malcolm talks to the man. He tries to reason with the stranger. Uh, do you know... And, and oh, I love these lines. The stranger turns to him and he says, um, do you know why you're afraid when you're alone? I do. And then he just starts crying. I do. And you get, like, immediate sympathy for this character. Yeah, I got the chills. I literally got the chills and I'm like, oh my God, something's not right with this guy. He's not going to do anything but just talk there. Yeah. I was like, what, what's going on? And what a great line. Do you know was... why you're afraid when you're alone? I do. Like, oh. It's like, what? What, what, what do, do you, you mean? mean? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, he wants something Malcolm has promised him. So we sort of get the idea that there's some sort of established relationship between these two. Uh, Malcolm realizes that he does actually know the man. He's an ex-patient when he was a child. Um, his name is Vincent Gray. Um, Vincent says that he's a freak. Uh, not Malcolm, himself. He's talking about himself at this point. He says that he himself is a freak. And Malcolm says that he knows him. And Vincent says that he's cursed. And Malcolm has failed him. I wonder if this is why he wasn't, you know, accepting of his plaque. Like, yeah. this, this situation with Vincent as a patient is what stuck with him all like, these years. I wonder if it, if that's one of them, or is there more of them? Or... Mm. You know, so yeah, like he won't accept it because there's a couple of kids he yeah, couldn't help. Exactly, which is so, like oh. I get it, I get it. It's the same. I, I get his mindset, but yeah. at the same time, he's done such good that yeah. he should be able to feel good about yeah, himself. Yeah, yeah, I I get it as well because sometimes you know that you've done well to a lot of people, but you still think about 
the things that you've failed people. Yeah. And that's the worst thing. That's the thing that like you could have a hundred successes, but the one failure is going to stick in your head. Yep. And it always does. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. <laughs> um, when Vincent turns around, you can see these scratches down his back. Um, self-inflicted or supernatural question mark did you think this is something he did to himself when you first met him um when i first saw that i was like oh he's probably hurting himself yeah or someone's hurting him yeah possibly unintentionally yeah 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 yeah, yeah. like it's a nervous tick you know like some people pick at their nails and stuff like that like i used to chew my nails and i chew them bloody so like really yeah whoa that's why i started painting them Uh, so i'd stop biting them as much even the chilies don't work like you chili? put like chili on your nails? I don't know. <laughs> I've heard about that, but I I don't know if I can walk around work all day with chilies on my. <laughs> Do you mean like whole chilies? <laughs> you know, like when you're a kid and you put those crisps on your fingers to make you look like witch's claws. Is it like that, but with chilies? Yeah, yeah, with chilies. Just like <laughs> brushing the chilies on your fingers, so when you try oh, to bite them, it's like spicy. Yeah, I quite like spicy. <laughs> okay, okay, I just that's... been sat there going. <laughs> Um, Vincent turns around and just grabs a gun from the bathroom sink and just shoots Malcolm in the stomach before turning the gun on himself. That was really quick. It just went... Yeah, he's just like, you you failed me, I'm a freak, there's nothing I can do about it. Bang, bang, done. Yep. Malcolm bleeds uh, into the bed, he falls over onto the bed as Anna comforts him and tries to, like, um, put pressure on the wound to stop the bleeding. Mm Mm-hmm. We see, we, we get a mini title card that just says, next fall. So we get, okay, some time has passed. Mm-hmm. Um, how long after the shooting was this, do you think? I was like... Three months? I don't know. Oh, one year? I don't know, because it says next fall. Next fall. I was like, so, in my head, my head cannon went a year. One year. That's yeah. all my, because I was like, they were chilly in the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it was probably yeah. getting colder. It wasn't winter. Yeah, they weren't dressed but for there winter. There was fire. Yeah. Like, so... Yeah, yeah, probably about a year. A year, yeah, yeah, okay. And we're in uh, South South Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see Malcolm sat on a bench, and we get to see Cole for the first time. A very, very young boy. How old is he? like eight or nine? He's yeah. young. Yeah, he's a young little lad. Um, a small boy. He's meek. He's skittish. Um, Malcolm's note says that. He, oh yeah, Malcolm's notes say that he is nine. Um, it says parents divorced. He has acute anxiety, soci- he's socially is- isolated, mm. and has a possible mood disorder. Yeah. That's what his notes say anyway. Yeah. Um, these are the same notes that Vincent said Malcolm had for him. Oh, yes, that Vincent said that Malcolm had for him. Right. When they were talking in the bedroom in the opening scene, Vincent mentioned when Malcolm was trying to figure out who he was... He basically gave these same descriptions. Oh, yes, 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 yes. you're right, you're he right. He says, like, possible yeah. mood disorder. Yes. Your parents divorced. Yeah, 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 correct, correct. He gives exactly the same descriptions mm-hmm. to describe himself as descriptions we now have for Cole. Yeah. Which is a really, really interesting dynamic as far as, like, yeah. drawing a comparison between that patient and Cole. Exactly. So we know that this is basically going to be the same situation, but now we get a conclusion to it. Yeah, I still, I'm still thinking where he got that where did he get all those information from? About about Cole. Cole. Mm. Yes. Well, well. When we hit the when we hit the twist of this movie, we can talk about that because what twist? <laughs> there's no twist. It's an M Night Shyamalan movie. <laughs> they never have twists. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Cole puts on some glasses and walks down the street while Malcolm follows. Um, Cole starts running, running, noticing that he's being watched, um, and he goes straight to the church and heads inside. Uh, inside. 
he recites Latin to himself while setting up toy soldiers on a pew. Uh, Malcolm introduces himself and he apologizes for missing their first appointment. So they were already meant to meet. Mm, okay. Yeah. And the fact that um, Cole's speaking Latin as well gives you an idea that he's not, he's like a smart child. Yeah. He's yeah. a, he's an intelligent child, but yeah. there's something emotionally not quite right there for him. Mm. Uh, Cole's glasses have no lenses. Um, they were his dad's, but the prescription hurt his eyes, so he took out the lenses. So you get the idea that dad left and is no longer part of their life. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's oh. really sad. It's really sad, especially it's when... It's really sad. Yeah, we, we get a watch later. Yeah, we got a few bits and pieces later on, and I'm like, oh. and, it, and it builds the destruction oh. of his parents' relationship. Yeah. But not in, like, a good way at all. Yeah. Like, every time you learn a little more, it's a little bit sadder. It's like, wh- why? Yeah. Can't this, like, nine-year-old just be I happy? I know, right? Yeah. Uh, we, some, we see some scratches on Cole's wrist. Mm-hmm. It's much like the scratches on um, Vincent's back. Yep. So it really is mirrored patients. They're the same patient, yep. just at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm said he used to be a good doctor. And I put, why did he put the past tense here? I mean... Is it is is he punishing himself him, because of yeah. Vincent? That's what I thought. Is like, oh, I used to be a good doctor. I got an award from mayor. Mm. And I was like... Okay, so he's not comf- confident anymore. That no, he's lost. He he was already punishing himself. Yeah, when he got and then and then everything happened with Vincent, and now he's full on like just, down on himself. Yeah, <laughs> he's down on himself. He's degrading himself. Yeah, exactly. He is a good doctor. He's very good at his job, and he's very good with kids, as mm. we see throughout this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Cole asks if they'll see each other again. Malcolm agrees um, as long as he wants it. Yeah, and I correct. love that giving yeah. the child the choice. Yeah, exactly. If you want to see me again, I'll see you again. Yep. If you don't want to, that's fine. Yep. Um, Cole takes a statue from the church altar as he walks out of the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, we cut to nighttime as Malcolm returns home. The door is already open. There's one setting for dinner at the dinner table. Anna's asleep in bed. The lights flicker as he sits down to talk to her. Um, Anna... I did not notice that. Didn't you? I did not know. I watched this three times. I did not see that. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, the lights flicker as he sits down. Oh, really? Ah. And Anna pulls the shawl over oh, yeah. her shoulder. That I kind of, yeah. Um, as if she's getting cold. Cold. Yep. Yeah. Well, you, you know, it's fall, so it, the weather's getting colder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm heads downstairs, sort of leaving her to sleep. Uh, he goes down to the basement and starts to, uh, starts to study his psychology books for things that may be apparent to Cole's situation. Um, and also translates the Latin that Cole was speaking in the church. Yeah. Um, and it says, uh, out of the depths, I cry to you, O Lord. It's a, it's a plea. It's really deep. It's a plea for help. Yeah. <laughs> this kid was saying in Latin a plea for help. Yep. Like, oh my God. Yep. <laughs> Someone yep. get this child but help. It's just so deep that a child, a nine year old would say that kind of, mm. say that. Either that And in or, Latin as well. Yeah. Like, because he clearly knows the meaning. Yeah. Because that's why he's saying it. Mm-hmm. But he's saying it in Latin as if that's the only language God will listen to. Mm. So it's this deep-seated understanding mm. of religion as well as... Yeah. As well as, like, a, a, lot, a lot of kids, you know, who are sort of um, brought up religious or whatever like that, see it as, like, not a means to an end because that sounds nefarious. But you know what I mean? Like, you pray and then you get something. Yeah. 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 But this kid... Cole is 
has a deeper understanding of the concepts of religion even at such a young age yeah. that he's not he's not asking for something he's pleading mm. correct yeah he's not like help me oh god no. he's talking in the language that god will understand it's it's really interesting how he does it or someone else is saying that mm. uh morning we see lynn who's cole's mum who's fucking tony collette of all things my <laughs> god <laughs> I figure because she's quite a big name now because of like hereditary she and she yeah. just had a Netflix series mm-hmm. and all these other things. She just pops up every now I and again. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous and she's such a good actress. And I completely forgot it was her in this movie. She was so young. I know. She's so <laughs> young. You even notice like everyone here is so young that you, you kind of forget what they actually look like when they were younger. Yeah. And you look at their like. Holy moly! She has you see, no like, wrinkles. Yeah, you see, you see, like Haley Joel Oswald nowadays, and what he looked like when he was nine, and you're like, okay, big difference. Yeah. Um, she's getting dressed frantically. She's sort of darting room from room. They have a little baby husky. Mm-hmm. Oh, this dog is so cute, so beautiful. I kind of like, give me, give me, give me, give me. She's basically getting herself and Cole ready for the day. There's mm. breakfast. Um, she realizes that Cole has a little spot on his tie. Yeah. So she's like, oh, Cole. You know, it's not, she's never mad at him. It's mm. always just like, oh, okay, I'll sort that. Yeah, so yeah, she, yeah, yeah. she takes it off him and she goes to the, she goes to the laundry room to like scrub it clean. Mm-hmm. Um, this is all done in a single shot. I love it. She mm-hmm. takes the tie. She yep. goes into the laundry room. She gives it a quick scrub, like two, three, five seconds, yep. maybe. Yeah. Comes back into the other room and all the kitchen doors and cabinets and drawers are all open that freaked me the fuck out everything's open and (laughs) cole is still sat at the breakfast table his hands planted on the table yeah and there's like i I think they're even like fingers spread Mm -hmm. you know like interrogations or something like that Mm -hmm. you know to make sure you're not concealing anything and the mom asks you know were you looking for something baby yeah oh as soon as she went in and she yelled i'm like I literally creep. I, I actually swore. <laughs> I was like, "Fuck!" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, "Fuck!" <laughs> well, well, when just all when all the cabinet doors and everything yeah, were open. Yeah, because like it wasn't. It didn't take that long for that one shot for her to go. Yeah, there and back to the, the kitchen. entire that entire sequence is probably six, maybe seven seconds from when she from when she grabs the tie to when she yep. returns. Yeah, so. and they they'd opened all those doors and drawers and yep. call. It, it's, he looks mortified. Yeah. He looks terrified sat at the breakfast so table. so pale. And he just, he just says he, he was looking for Pop-Tarts. Pop-Tarts? And, yeah. <laughs> and she, she gives him Pop-Tarts. She's like, oh, they're, they're over here. And there's like this weird sort of, both of them know that the other one's not being truthful in their emotional reaction to this. Yes. He knows that his mum is freaked out. Oh, yeah. But as we learn later, like, he's so desperate for her not to see him this way. Yeah, yeah. And she knows there's something wrong with him because of how terrified he is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I also thought, like, he's this short, and how could he reach the cabinets? Yeah. He's he's nine. He's, like, half the height of that cabinet. So I'm like... (laughs) Have, mom, he'd, he'd have to drag mom. a chair over. Yeah, exactly. And six seconds. Six seconds op- is not op- long enough <laughs> to open all that. <laughs> yeah, he's worried what his mum is going to think about him. Yeah. He doesn't want to be abandoned mm. like his dad did. Yeah. Oh, oh I just want to give this kid a hug. And Tony Collette. She needs a hug too. 
She does. Lynn, sorry, I'm going to call them by their, their character names, otherwise I'm just going to call her Tony Collette. Lynn needs a hug and Cole needs a hug. They both need a hug. She tells him she loves him and wasn't thinking anything bad about him. This is like a reoccurring thing. He like turns to his mum whenever one of these sort of supernatural events yeah. happens. And he's like, what are you thinking, mama? Yeah. Do you think... Do you think I'm weird? Do you think I'm a freak? And mm. she's just like, no, never. Look at my face. Yeah, look at my face. I love you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, these two are fucking precious. I know. I know. Um, the doorbell rings. Cole leaves. Um, and we see his sweat print in the uh, on the breakfast oh, table. Oh, it's a big hand. Yeah. That like his a big hand. His, his uh, hands were spread and his like sweat print fades away from the table. And it's like, that gives you an idea of, like, how terrified he was. He was sweating into the table. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, did you notice that the hand wasn't a child's hand, though? Oh, really? It was bigger. Like, if you look at it, it I feel like it was a bigger hand than <gasps> a normal kid's I've hand. I've never noticed. I... Oh, yeah, I did something. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go back. <laughs> I always thought it was Cole's hand. No, it was bigger. And it was bigger. just, like, how terrified he was, was, like, sweating into the table. Oh, right. But no, if it's, like bigger a ghost hand yeah on the table interesting that's so cool <laughs> um yeah cole leaves the sweat print fades uh cole and another boy leave for school i hate this other kid who is he again i can't remember his name he's not important <laughs> <laughs> but fuck you kid tommy tommy yes. <laughs> who is like a dick throughout this entire uh, movie yeah yeah um uh, so Tommy call Tommy calls Cole. Oh God, that's a sentence. Um, calls Cole a freak, mm. which is a word that he specifically doesn't like. like. He has a bad reaction to that word, yeah. and just leaves him. Um, so at my at this point, I couldn't remember, and I was like, does Cole pay this boy to pretend to be his friend so his mum stops worrying about him? No, I think it was the mother who asked. Yes. Yes, we learn about that later, don't yeah, we? She yeah, sort of yeah, mentions yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. That this is a yeah, because I wasn't sure if this was something Cole was doing, because I have a feeling that he would have. Yeah, yeah, he would have. He would I thought as well. I thought as well until you know, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To sort of pay him to take him to school so his mum thinks he has a friend. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. she doesn't worry. Yeah. Um Cole hesitates before heading into the school. All the other kids rush in with the bell and he stands there and sort of like plays with his jumper and the like strap of his bag yeah. and then walks in he's really apprehensive about yeah. going in there yeah um malcolm sits with lynn um as cole returns home from school mm-hmm. um she asks him about his day this relationship is so cute <sighs> oh, because she says that you know they have this little game they play where they talk about how they wish their day was, not how their day yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. And she's just like, well, I won the lottery. I quit my jobs. I bought us a house. What about you? How was your day? And Cole just says, he says the sweetest things because they shouldn't be things that are so out of reach. He says things like, <sighs> what, like, I made a friend today and I, like, I was picked first for dodgeball or soccer or whatever it was. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. And then people were cheering for him. Yeah. I'm like, I cried when he when they were doing that. Because I'm like... Because they smile at each other. They know it's a game. I know. They know it's a game, but it's yeah. so sweet. I want that triangle pancake too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we learned that Lynn works multiple jobs yeah. just to keep them going. Yeah. Cole smiles and also tells a story about his lavish day. Basically mm. just about being wanted at school. 
his yep. entire lavish experience. Yeah. That was really is just being wanted. Yeah, exactly. Oh. Uh, wanted and accepted. I wanted and accepted at mm. school. Yeah. And that's his, like, I won the lottery. Oh. Um, Lynn leaves to make some pancakes because she's just like, well, you had such a good day. I'm going to make you some pancakes. Mm-hmm. And she walks off. So Cole and Malcolm are now by themselves. Um, they have a quick talk, uh, talk. Cole is very apprehensive about this meeting. Um, so Malcolm turns it into a game. Mm-hmm. Every time, uh, yeah, Malcolm's like, I, I think I'm a bit psychic. I'll tell you what, if I, could, if I tell you something and it's true, you take a step closer to the chair. Yeah. And if you make it to the chair, you sit down. Yeah. But if I tell you something that's wrong, mm. you take a step away. Mm-hmm. And if you reach the door, you, you can, can go. go. Yeah. And Cole is visibly like upset. Game. Like, he's almost in tears. Mm. And it's not until later that you understand Why? why? Mm-hmm. But he's visibly upset. You assume it's just because he doesn't want to be having this conversation, but he agrees. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cole thinks um, Malcolm can't help him. Yeah. Malcolm says, you think that uh, your mum went to see a psychiatrist and he couldn't help her, so you don't think I can help you. Yeah. And he takes a step closer to the chair and my heart breaks a little bit more for this child. <laughs> He's, he's so mature for nine years old. He's secretly worried that his mum hates or blames him. He takes a step closer to the chair. Ah! And he has a secret that he can't tell. And he takes one step closer to the chair. And he's yeah. basically almost sat down. Cole is one step away. Yep. If Malcolm can guess one more, well, yeah. not guess, but if like, he can psychically deduce one yeah. more thing about this kid, mm-hmm. he'll sit down and have a conversation with Great. him. Great. Um, but he starts to make mistakes now. He says that the the watch Cole, wo- Cole wears was a present from his father. Cole steps away. Dad, Dad left one night and forgot it. He left it in a drawer. The watch doesn't even work. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, this child needs a hug. <laughs> um, Malcolm says he's a he's a good student, but mm-hmm. um, but and doesn't get into trouble. He's a good student, doesn't get into trouble. He takes a step away and he says he drew a picture once of a murder that that made his mum cry. He basically drew someone being stabbed, I think it was, or something like that. And oh, this line, he says, I don't draw like that anymore. I drew I draw people smiling, dogs running, rainbows. They don't have meetings about rainbows. <laughs> oh. This is making me cry. <laughs> Cole thinks Malcolm is nice but can't help him. Cole takes one more step yep. away. Like, like that's what Cole thinks. Because, um, yeah. Malcolm's like, you think I can help you or something like that. You yeah. think, yeah. And Cole just steps away and he says, yep. you're nice, but you can't help me. Yeah. And he's, exactly. at the, he's at the door, so he leaves. Yep. And what a heart-wrenching scene this is. That was probably one of the most mature conversation I've seen with a child and yes. a psychologist or a psychiatrist, you know what I mean? Like, and so, a nine-year-old. And two great conversations. We have the conversation between the mum and Cole and then Cole and, and uh, Malcolm. Yeah. And they're both such mature conversations in their, like, emotional development. Like, yeah. the relationship between Cole and his mother is trying to protect each other, but they're yeah. both suffering. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then the, the relationship between Malcolm and Cole is heartbreaking it is it is a little bit because you don't know if i can trust you 
or not. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's not. He. Cole is so convinced that there's nothing Malcolm can do. I guess because the first three. First three. Um, what do you call that again? Um, no. Cycle. What was that? The, the psychic thing. Yeah, the that psychic he did. thing. That His he psychic did. guesses. It was more of like a. That's a gen, gener, generic. General. Mm kind yeah. of view for yeah. every single situation right and then the last four was like specific so no no i can't i, I can't trust you yeah so, yeah. yeah it's like he'd lost the game yeah basically which he did he lost the game mm-hmm. and cole leaves um next scene we get malcolm arriving at a restaurant where anna is waiting for him he's late he says that he's having trouble keeping track of time uh, malcolm knows that cole and vincent are basically the same patient he sort of mentions it to her um, Anna just pays the check and leaves, saying happy anniversary as she leaves. So the relationship between this this couple is falling apart. Yeah. It's which, been a year now. It's been a year and there's clearly some trauma. Yeah. And Malcolm's being sucked into his work more. Yeah. I think he's like, um, not, not is it overindulging, is that how I describe it? Yeah, probably. He overcompensated. Yeah, that's yeah. the word. He's okay. overcompensating because of his failure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So now he's trying to do like more, even mm. though he was already doing more. He did enough to get like awarded by the mayor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we get a conversation between Cole and Malcolm as they walk in the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole has an issue with being looked in a certain way. He mentions because mm. um, Malcolm gives him a, a just a quick glance and yeah. he's like, "Don't look at me that way." Yeah. I hate being looked at that way. Mm. And then Malcolm never does that again in the entire movie. No. It's really good. No. But I don't think it's... I don't think Malcolm looked at him in a bad way. No. I think it was just in a way that was, like, puzzled. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That that facial expression was like... Yeah. And Cole takes offense to that because he thinks it's being seen as, like, a freak yeah. or abnormal. And yeah. he just wants to be looked at normally. Yeah. Um, He, he reveals that uh, he and Tommy was... He and Tommy's meetings in the morning were set up by his mum. Yeah. Uh, Tommy hates him. But, <laughs> and then uh, Malcolm's like, what, do, do you hate him? And Cole's like, mm, no. Just, he doesn't He doesn't hate. No. Other yeah, kids, could, no. people hate him. He doesn't hate anyone. I just don't understand why. Is I it know. because he's different? When you're different, you're hated. Like, what, what's your reason? Because you're different? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> It's just you're different. It's just weird. <laughs> I always hang out. I always hung out with the with the unusual and the like odd kids. Yeah, when oh, I yeah. was in high school. Like, yeah, same. You, they're just the best people to have conversations with. Exactly. Actual real conversations mm-hmm. with. Yeah. Um, Malcolm says, "Does your mother know?" And he says, "I don't tell her things because she doesn't look at me like everyone else does, and I don't want her to. I don't want her to know that I'm a freak." Ah, this is oh, this is hurting my heart. No. <laughs> so this is where we get the confirmation that like he's trying to protect her by not letting her know whatever it is. Yeah. Um, Malcolm seems triggered at this and sort of consoles him. It's yeah. like, yeah, I think the use of that word "freak," where Cole calls himself a freak, gives him like flashbacks of Vincent calling himself a freak just before. He yeah, got shot. yeah, yeah, correct. Mm. Um. We see Lynn cleans the house. She seems a bit cold. She's shivering. Mm. Um, we see some family pictures with a strange lights in them. Yeah, that was... They're spectral orbs. Yeah. Like, if you know anything about, like, spirit photography and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you automatically know what these are. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they're in 
every picture with Cole. Mm-hmm. And whenever there's Cole, there's one of these strange lights near him, behind him, in front of him. Yeah. They're everywhere. Yeah. Even as a baby, like, there's a picture of him in his crib and there's one of these orbs yeah. floating above it. Yeah. It's really interesting. Yep. So already you're getting the idea that it's ghosts. Yeah. Like, okay, right. Yeah. We're heading in that direction. We're going for a haunting. It's actually funny because um, away from the story, um, my, mm. my, when my dad passed away, yeah, we went to the Philippines and um, my mum took a photo with her friends and there was a yeah, a that. spectral of that light in the photo. Oh, wow. And everyone was like, what was that? Who was that? And then everyone was like, oh, that's your husband. Oh. And I was just like, ah! That's really, that's quite sad though. It is. And that's, that made me think of that. And I yeah. just cried. Yeah. <laughs> so did you think like that there was like a family member attached to Cole? Is that what you thought? Because they sort of mentioned grandma yeah. a bit at the Later beginning on. of the movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I think so. Yeah, so. You, you thought it was. Probably a- the, ah, uh, well, I, I don't really know how far the grandma passed away before Mm. all that so i'm guessing maybe ancestors or something or yeah just anyone some anyone. sort of familial thing yeah, like yeah. It, it's some like ancestors or family yeah. or like i don't know if the dad the dad doesn't pass away but like grandma or something yeah, like that exactly. yeah um interesting uh, malcolm and cole have another session um malcolm asking a lot of questions about cole's dad mm-hmm. um because it's a possible cause for cole's behavior he thinks great like, he's convinced that, like, the divorce has caused all these sort of antisocial outbreaks and the emotional distance. Same and... as Vincent. Yeah, same as Vincent. <clears throat> <laughs> uh, Malcolm describes uh, free association writing. Did you know about this before this movie? I, I had heard about it. No. Years and years ago. No. Where you just, you empty your mind and you put a pen to paper and you just keep writing. And the longer you do it, the more of your subconscious comes out. No, I've never never heard of that before. Um, we see Lynn cleaning Cole's room at the same time mm-hmm. that Malcolm's describing this. And she finds a sheet of paper with writing on it with a whole lot of disturbing sentences on it. Like, I had to pause and just like, holy shit. There's, uh, I was trying to like make a full sentence, but like I could only make out like little no. words. It's like killing or yeah. shut that baby up yeah. and like yeah. all these violent mm-hmm. thoughts. Mm. But it doesn't match with Cole. Exactly. As a character. Exactly. As a child. It was so aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it was really aggressive things like, stop that or I'll stab you and yeah. things like that. And you're like, just like, oh my God, okay. Um, Cole says he has done it before and wrote upset words, as he put it. Mm. Yep. That's such a like child's way of describing it as well, upset words. Like, oh, oh yeah. Definitely upset words. <laughs> Very upset Very upset words. words. And, like, Lynn pulls down her headphones. She's wearing, like, um, like headphones listening to music while she's cleaning. And yeah. she pulls them down in, like, concern when she finds the page. I would as well. If yeah. That, if that was my kid, nine-year-old would write it in a way, a certain way as well. It wasn't just, like, lines. It was actually round and going round and, like, yeah. this way. It was, like, way. skewing off the yeah. lines of the page and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. So weird. So weird. Um, let's have a look. Mo- Malcolm asks Cole to set some goals for their sessions. Yep. Um, Cole says he doesn't want to be scared anymore. That's his only goal. He doesn't want to be scared. Mm-hmm. Um, Malcolm, we see a shot of Malcolm's textbook, his psychology textbook. Yep. And it just says abrasions on the arms and legs may in fact be self-inflicted. Mm-hmm. So now we're starting to think that this is... You know, because of his emotional instability, he's yeah. hurting himself. Yeah, great. 
Um, I can. Oh. There's a knock at the door while he's reading. Anna answers it. Malcolm listens to her talking with a co-worker um, who thinks she's feeling kind of down. Yeah. The man's flirting with her. Mm. He's he's yep. having a flirt. Yep. Not, in a, not in a like, hey, baby, how you doing? It wasn't obvious, but it was... It was sweet flirting. It was sweet flirting, yeah, definitely. Yeah, he was just like, like I just wanted to make sure you were all right, you mm-hmm. know, I missed you at work and everything mm-hmm. like that. It's really, it's really sweet. It's subtle and it's nice. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Um, the man hesitates before he leaves because I think he asks her for coffee, doesn't he? He's like, "Oh, you want to? Yeah, you want to uh, go grab a coffee? Oh, uh, something, something like that. Yeah, or, yeah. or go grab a drink. Yeah." And she's like, "Oh, no, sorry, not today. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm okay." And she closes the door, and the man sort of hesitates before he leaves. You know, you know, as you do, and he's like, "Oh, stupid! That was stupid." Yeah, and then he started like getting angry at his car. Yeah. <laughs> And Malcolm sort of watches from the basement and he's like, yeah, you leave, you fucker. I like the uh, term cheese dick. That's right. Yes. Keep moving, cheese dick. Yeah, he calls him a cheese dick and I'm like, that's okay. What? That was really funny. I did like that. Was a che- so did you think that like their their relationship was so fractured at this point that she was going to have an affair? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he was. He is seeing the fact that someone else is talking to her, and she's talking to the person and not talking to him. Mm. So he's like, "Well, this is not good." <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just like, mm, "Okay." Uh, we go back to school. They're having a history lesson about the American Revolution. Mm. Uh, what was this school building? Uh, what was this school building used for a hundred years ago? a hundred years ago and Cole raises his hand um, and he says they used to hang people here (laughs) Cole describes the people being dragged away from their families crying and screaming before being hung Um, the teacher looks at him rather perplexed and says no 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 no, no. this house used to be a court this this, um, school used to be a courthouse and he's like yeah yeah they're the people who hung them (laughs) this is what (laughs) he's just like oh okay uh, yeah, Cole agrees. He says, yeah, yeah, the lawyers and the lawmakers were the ones hanging everybody. And the kids the kids and the teacher are just staring at him. Like, I would be scared as well, you know? <laughs> and that kid that was drawing, I am not going to kick anyone. <laughs> there's, <laughs> one like... kid, there's one kid, like, doing lines on the board, like, I will not kick the student in front of me or something <laughs> like that. And he's, like, he's stopped and he's staring at Cole and, like, there's just a chalk line. Because <laughs> he's just like, what the fuck? <laughs> It's so good. Um, but everyone's staring at Cole yeah. in that way that he does not like. Yeah. So he just starts screaming. He's mm-hmm. like, he freaks out. He doesn't like being looked at that way. Yeah. And he starts calling his teacher stuttering Stanley. Cole knows every, knows things about this teacher from when he went to school there. He's like, you used to stutter from when you were like nine years old. Stuttering Stanley, stuttering Stanley, stuttering Stanley. That's freaky. And starts screaming at this teacher. And the teacher, as soon as he calls him stuttering Stanley, starts stuttering. Yep. Like, yep. it's like a trigger. Like, he's just like, how, how did you, how, how did you know that? And like, it freaks him out. Yep. The, the teacher continues to stare at Cole and sort of confronting him, now starting to stutter. Cole covers his eyes, yelling stuttering Stanley because he doesn't want to be stared at anymore until the teacher screams at him and calls him a freak. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yep. What a good scene, though. What an interesting scene. That was a very interesting scene because you kind of want to think, who told Cole? Yeah. Like, who told Cole this? Wh- why do you know this? 
Yeah. And also, like, it's a great rep- representation for Cole stepping out of his bounds, yeah. as it were. Exactly. Like, he raised his hand in class. He took, yeah. a, he took a moment to be seen. Yeah. And his punishment was to be stared at. Yeah. In yeah. that way. Exactly. He just wants to belong. Man. He just wants to belong, and he just wants to be wanted. Yeah. And his his reply, you know, his answer's correct. Yeah. But it's not what anyone expected. Exactly. exactly. And because of that, he's punished for mm-hmm. it, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Um, we see Cole in the school library. He's very, like, upset. Mm-hmm. Probably with himself more than anything. Um, Malcolm joins. Um, and Malcolm shows him a magic trick with a penny. This is adorable. That was pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> but it's the perfect thing yeah. for a child. Yeah, exactly. Because it's... Ah, oh, yeah. So he does a magic trick with a penny. He's like, look, I've got this penny in this one mm-hmm. hand and I do this little shake and yeah. now it's in your front pocket. But yeah. that's not the end of the trick. I yeah. do this magic thing here mm-hmm. and now it's in my right hand. But that's not the end of the magic trick. I do one little shake <laughs> and now it's back in the hand it started in. And then he opens his hand and the penny's still there because obviously it's not moved anyway. <laughs> but Cole immediately calls out how the trick is done because he's like, well, the, the penny never moved anywhere. You didn't do anything with the penny. <laughs> and I thought, this is such an amazing technique yeah. to boost a child's ego. Yeah, exactly. It's just yeah. that little bit of, like, psychology for the child. Yeah, to, like, exactly. build up their confidence mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Or, or to make them laugh. Yeah. You know, I it's a joke. funny. Yeah, yeah. He turns to him and is like, I didn't know you were funny. <laughs> And the way he said it was just so sarcastic. It was so sarcastic. It was great. But it was enough to get Cole to engage. Yeah, correct. Because he was like staring out the window. Nothing wouldn't look at Malcolm oh. at all. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm arrives home. There's wedio- wedding videos playing. Um, it's a drunk bridesmaids <laughs> on the video. Like, I just want to say, you better take care of her. <laughs> I, love you. I think she starts crying as well. Like, Please stop the recording. I'm crying. Um, and and we, we learn that Anna, she's like, don't ever tell her that I told you, <laughs> but Anna loved you from the second she met you. <laughs> that was so funny. It's so, there's always that one person. Yeah, there's always that one person at a, at a wedding, eh? Um, we see Anna in the shower. Malcolm... Um, basically goes in to try and like initiate something mm. not necessarily like sexually but just in general just initiate with his wife mm-hmm. um, gets some sort of connection there but he's distracted by a, a pill bottle and yep. finds Zoloft which is an antidepressant mm-hmm. she's um, prescribed Zoloft now and he didn't know Yeah, and he's just sort of washed over with guilt I think he backs out of that room because he feels like he's responsible for her suffering yeah exactly he takes so much responsibility on himself. Oh, mm. it's just really sad. He heads down to the basement. Mm. Again, the door is locked. Every time he's headed to the basement, the door's locked first, and then he then he goes down. Um, we see Cole at a birthday party next. Mm-hmm. He's actually been invited to a party. Yay, Cole! Yay! And he was doing the yes. He's doing Malcolm's penny magic trick to a kid. <laughs> And this kid is a fucking buzzkill. <laughs> Cold light. He's like, ta-da, look, the penny's back. And the kid's like, that's stupid. And I'm like, all right. <laughs> Debbie Downer. 
bloody kids, eh? <laughs> yeah. No filter. Next thing we see, Cole is um, sat on the stairs. He's listening to his mum talk about how he doesn't get invited to parties. And he can just tell by her tone that she's, like, stressed. And it's, again, yeah. really sad. Yeah. Really sad. Yeah. <laughs> um, even Lynn feels like an outcast. Yeah. Did you feel that as well? Yeah. Around all these mums, they just kind of ignore her. Yeah, exactly. They're all buzzing around, you know, cutting sausage rolls or whatever the fuck you yeah. do for parties. Yeah, exactly. And she's, like, trying to make conversation and they're all like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's it. Yeah. No actual conversation. Mm. Just nodding. I guess at the same time, she didn't, doesn't get invited to those parties too. So yeah. it's her first time. So uh, It's so weird. I think it's because like Kiwi culture is so like open. Yeah. You see a new person. It's and like, like, hey. Yeah. Kiwis like gravitate towards them. And then yeah. it's like, hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah. I don't know you. Let's be friends. <laughs> exactly. But it must be an American thing because you always see it in like American shows and stuff like that. Mm. And especially like in American high school dramas and stuff like that. There's yeah. all this division. Yeah. In, yeah. In social situations. Yeah, I kind of... I yeah. can't imagine. Well, when I've been to America, I've uh, been to Hawaii and all that stuff, and mm. when we walk, you say hi. Mm. They just go, what? What, what? what? Why are you saying hi? I don't know you. Yeah. They they don't, like, say, hey, morning. Or, like, how are you? Kia ora. Whatever. Yeah. In no. New Zealand, you make eye contact with someone in the street. You give them a hey. nod or you say yeah. hello or good hey. afternoon, yeah, good morning, exactly. whatever. Yeah, Nah, I don't. Um, I think it's more it's, of a it's the same in the UK. Like, um, right. I never noticed like social hierarchies in like high school or anything like that when I was yeah. in England. But I I do remember like you would avoid eye, eye contact with people on the street. Really? Yeah, you don't. You Why? don't make eye contact. Oh, just, is just that in a, case? Is that a some? Is that a sign of something? I don't know. You might get mugged. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Anyway, <laughs> Cole Cole watches a balloon, uh, a red balloon. Pennywise. Oh, Red. No. <laughs> Red balloon. Uh, it flies up to the top floor of the stairs and he kind of follows it. Um, and then he can sort of hear someone calling out to open open the door. Please. Please open the door. I didn't take the master's horse. And you're like, oh, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming from like, what's it called? Um, Those elevator things? Yeah. Like the, the, the food elevator? Yeah. Food, food elevator. <laughs> food elevator. <laughs> Uh, kitchen look. Yeah, I can't remember. Like, uh, uh, I want to call it like a, a bell dong. I don't know. Something like that. It's something close to that. I can't remember the exact word. But yeah, a dumbwaiter. It's a dumbwaiter. Uh, okay. I think it's what it's called. I don't know. But uh, someone from the from from that little elevator thing is calling out, telling them to please open the door. And the if door they, is open. Yeah. Yeah, it is. He's like, please open the door. If you don't, I'll hurt you. Yes. Yeah, he starts getting threatening. And then two other kids, uh, Tommy being one of them, the little mm-hmm. prick. And then this other kid, see, see Cole up at the top of the stairs. Um, they join. <laughs> I love Tommy's conversation in this as well. He's talking about being an actor. It's so funny. Yep. He's just like, you know, I was just hanging out in my trailer. And the other kid's like, why did you have a trailer? You had one line. <laughs> It's really funny. <laughs> and Tommy's just like, well, because I was the star, so yes. the star always gets a gets mm. a trailer. But they see they see Cole upstairs, and they decide to um, they decide to join him up there. And Cole's just like staring into this like void, this sort of black void, yeah, yep. terrified. Um, and the boys decide that they're they're going to put on a play. Mm-hmm. And the play consists of shoving Cole into that 
that small space that he's clearly terrified of. Yep. So fuck these kids. Mm-hmm. Just just throw them off that balcony right now. <laughs> <laughs> because they don't own they it's not only that they throw him in, they lock him in. That was really that was really sad. Because they knew what they were doing. Yeah, 100%. This wasn't like kids being unintentionally cruel. Yeah. It's not like, we're going to play some game. Let's do alternate. Like, you you go first and I go. No, it's like, we're going to put you there. Yeah, we see that you're scared of this, so we're going to put you in there. Yeah. It was was malicious. Yeah. I guess that was bullying. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Cole goes silent for a couple of seconds. And then just starts screaming. Yep. Like he's being murdered. Yep. Uh, Lynn sort of hears a faint, um, Cole's faint screams from at the bottom of the stairs um, and heads up there. She tries to get into the little dumbwaiter, um, but it's locked now. It won't open at all. They can't get it open. She's asking for a key. She's like, you know, how how do you, like, she's so flustered. She doesn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, she's she's wringing her hands through her hair because she, there's nothing else she can do. And the funny thing is none of the parents wanted to help. Like, they were no. just staring at... Everyone else like, is just staring. Like, hey, do yeah. something. Yeah. Cole just suddenly stops screaming, which is almost as worse as the screaming. Yeah. And then the door just sort of clunks. You hear, yeah. like, an audible clunk. Yeah. And then... It's it's unlocked. Lynn opens the door and carries an unconscious Cole out. Oh yeah, that was that was. He's he's been knocked out or yep. he's dead. Like... <laughs> Especially the slow motion of her taking Cole out. Yeah, of that thing. Like she opens the door and he literally just flops out. Yeah, like a fish or something like that. He just goes. <laughs> yeah, and then you get that slow motion thing that's really heartbreaking of this yeah, mother. It is. Like, dragging her child's body out of this mm-hmm. small crevice mm-hmm. where some prick kids that have was, just stuffed him. It was really... I was really more upset about the other people who did not even do anything but just watched. Yeah. Like, if it was your kid, what would you do? They just... Yeah. They just didn't care. No. No. Um, next thing, we're in hospital. We realise that Cole is staying overnight for observation. Um... The doctor asks him questions. This is M. Night Shyamalan, by the way. He always cameos in his movies. The, the doctor who's uh, who's talking to the to Lynn is M. Night Shyamalan, the director. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's him. Oh, wow. He always does this in his movies. He pops up. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. He's a good actor. Um, he says he thinks the bruises and cuts may be signs of child abuse. Yeah. So now we've got... Child Protective Services yeah. investigating as well. Yeah. Uh, we see Malcolm is also there. Um, yep. Yeah, they're, they're basically... You can see two suited people standing behind the doctor and it's like they're being investigated now. Yeah, exactly. Um, Malcolm goes to see Cole in the hospital bed. Mm. Cole is unresponsive and clearly very anxious. Like, he's... Oh, yeah. He's got a cold sweat. Yeah, he was... He's always pale. This kid is always pale. Yeah, permanently pale yeah exactly so malcolm tells him a story <laughs> a really funny story this doctor like he's so good at his job he because is. it's not about seeming intelligent and like he's extremely capable yeah but he's not coming off that way because that would be abrasive for the child exactly so he downs himself to, to relatable yeah like i am a little bit I don't know what I'm doing, so yeah, that the kid you will have res- to help me out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. he's like, "Oh, uh, I'll tell you a bedtime story. How about a bedtime story?" Mm. Um, 
there were some people and they were driving in the car and uh, you, they were driving and uh, it was dark and um, they're driving and, and he fell asleep and he fell asleep but then he woke up and, and he's still driving and he's still driving and <laughs> And I love it because it gets cold to engage. Yeah. He turns around and he's yeah. like, that you, you're not very good at telling stories. Yeah. Um, you, you need like a twist. He's like, oh, oh, a, a twist. What what kind of twist would, mm. would, would make this story good? He's like, maybe they run out, ran out of gas. He's like, ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe they run out of gas. That's, mm-hmm. that's good. Because they've been good. driving. Because they've been driving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's so intelligent yeah. to get the child to engage. It is. It it's is. really, really, really interesting to watch because I love psychology. So yeah, like, yeah, this yeah, is right yeah. up my alley. <laughs> um, I bet. Uh, Cole, yeah, Cole says there should be, um, should be a story about why Malcolm's so sad is what he says. Mm. And, so, uh, and Cole says he can see it in his eyes. Yeah. And I'm like, this kid is so emotionally intelligent. Yeah, he is. He's so cued in. He can see Malcolm's pain. Yeah, he's very observant for a nine-year-old. And Malcolm doesn't disengage from it either. He engages with it. And he says, um, Malcolm tells Cole that he's sad because he can't stop thinking about a patient he couldn't help, which would be Vincent. And that broke him. And he reveals that Anna doesn't speak to him anymore. Mm -hmm. But if he can help Cole then maybe it's like he helped the one he failed yeah. and then Anna will talk to him again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's this whole, it's very, he's blaming himself for everything. Yeah. yeah. It's really upsetting. We've got these two characters who are so emotionally deep and so desperate to help other people yeah. that they're hurting themselves. Correct. I mean, don't we do that as adults anyway? Yes. Some people do. <laughs> Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> Cole takes a breath and tells Malcolm he's ready to tell him his secret now. Yeah. <gasps> I see dead people. The most famous way. Yes, the classic line, I see dead, dead people. people. Walking around like they're regular people. They don't see each other. They only see what they want to see. They don't even know they're dead. Oh, chills. So, <laughs> what a great line. Uh-huh. So did you know this line before the movie? Uh... There's a lot of meme out there about that, but yes, I have heard of that. You've heard I that see, line. I see dead people. How was it seeing it in context uh, in the movie? I was like, oh, that's where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> this little light bulb. Ping. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> um, Cole says he sees them all the time, everywhere. Mm-hmm. And um, he asks, he's literally terrified. Like he's got the blanket pulled up to his, like up to his face. Mm-hmm. And like as he's breathing, you can see his breath. Yeah. Like it's cold. And he's, he asks Malcolm to stay until he falls asleep. And yeah. Malcolm does. He just mm-hmm. stays there until Cole falls asleep. Um, M- Malcolm starts making recordings of his thoughts on Cole. Yep. That was really sad. Yeah. He says medication and hospitalization may be required. Yeah. Let's take this child to the asylum. Yeah. He sighs and he doesn't think he's helping is what he says. No. So, uh, you can do it. Mm. Uh, Lynn carries Cole home from the hospital and puts him in bed. Yeah. And that's when she notices rips in Cole's jumper. Yeah. So she takes the jumper off and it's on his shirt as well. Mm-hmm. And in his back. Yeah. There's like a scratch down his yep. back. Um, 
and yeah finds matching scratches all the way down his back yeah lynn goes to the other room and immediately calls the, the, the parents mm. the parents of the boys who stuffed him into there yeah and she's so protective yeah over her little I boy would, i would be as well it's so sweet to see as well but the fact that she was more, she was honest with the parents yeah but she didn't yell she just she said, didn't yell she was very like, calm and she's just like please yeah. But she's firm with it. Yeah, she's yeah, like, yeah. I, I need to talk to you about your sons keeping their goddamn hands off my yeah, child. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because, like, she needs to take it seriously enough because Cole was injured. Mm-hmm. It's not like they teased him, in which case no. she'd probably say, hey, I think we need to talk about the no. way your children talk to my son. Yeah. This is like, they hurt him. Mm. We need to talk about how your children touch my goddamn son. Yeah. 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 Ugh. We see early morning now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cole really needs to pee. <laughs> this is so funny with the underwear. He's in, he's in his underwear and little vest and he's doing like I, the I need to pee dance. <laughs> he's too scared to leave his room though. And he takes sort of a really deep, you know, courage breath. Yeah. And then darts to the bathroom. Yep. And then we get a shot of the thermostat as the Going temperature down. drops. Yeah, yeah. It drops and drops and drops and Cole sort of looks to the side and you can see his breath. Yeah. And he's like, shit he knows and a figure walks behind him just across the camera you can't tell anything about it it's just something flashes past the camera mm-hmm. oh because this movie's fairly <laughs> slow paced at the beginning it's really great to watch oh yeah but it's slow paced mm-hmm. and then suddenly when this happens you're like oh my god shit. Yeah, here, here we go <laughs> in the kitchen there is a woman standing there and Cole thinks it's his mum. Mm-hmm. It's like, morning mum or something like yeah. that. And she turns around and her face is like beaten, bloody and bruised. Mm-hmm. She's got cuts on her wrists and she frightens him away and he runs to his little fort that he's built in his bedroom, mm-hmm. which is adorned with all these religious figures and memorabilia. Yeah. So this is what he did with that little statue that he took from the church. Yeah. He's built himself like his own little church yeah. to try and keep the ghosts out. Yeah. Like, oh, he's trying to protect himself. Yeah. But again, it's not like he put them around his room. No, he, it was just that little sanctuary right there. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's like he's trying to hide it from his mum as yeah. well. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yep. Because he built a fort and yeah. put everything inside the fort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like so it's, it's not too obvious. So it's not I'm obvious. And yeah, like I've just built a fort. Like it's just yeah. a kid thing. Yeah. But really, it's this really adult way of him trying to protect himself. Yeah. <laughs> And he's trying to hide it from his mum so his yeah. mum doesn't see him as a freak. <laughs> um, we see a school play mm-hmm. where Tommy's the lead. He's some sort of explorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm's watching. Um, Cole and Malcolm talk after the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, Malcolm wants to know more about Cole's secret. Yeah. Um, Cole stops walking, mesmerised halfway down the hallway mm. by something in the distance and Malcolm comes back to him and he's like what is it and he's like he's like struggling to breathe like yep. you can you can, <laughs> you can feel his heart beat yeah. in his breath yeah that's yeah. how good it is and we look we get we pan over and we see three hanging corpses in the other hallway that they just passed mm-hmm. and Cole describes um Cole describes the three people hanging there yeah and he describes what it feels like to see them mm. and he says it's like it's like goosebumps. Whenever you get goosebumps, that's them. Yeah, or like that cold in the back of your neck. Yeah, yeah. that that shiver down your spine, yeah, yeah. those goosebumps, your hair standing on end, that's them. 
the only difference is I see them. Ooh. And you're like, oh, that's Ooh. creepy. <laughs> uh, it's really creeping me out because especially now that you're seeing things now. Yeah, now we're after, seeing what he's seeing. Yeah, it's just it like. Ugh. Up. Um, he said that when ghosts get mad, it gets cold. Yeah. Um, Malcolm can't see the ghosts. Um, and he gets more determined to help Cole, though. Yeah. Because yeah. He, I think it's because he's got more information than he had with Vincent. Yeah. So yeah. now he's like, okay, we're making progress. Yeah. Like, let's push with this. Mm-hmm. Um, we see an infomercial, the, the one that Tommy was on. Oh, yeah, that was so funny. The cough syrup, whatever <laughs> it is. Yeah, it was a cough syrup. Yeah, it was cough syrup was or something so like that. Cute. It was so funny. But this is why Tommy has got such a big ego, because he was on a cough syrup commercial. Yeah. <laughs> You're the cough syrup kid. We see uh, Lynn sort of tapping at the temperature gauge at the thermostat gauge, and she's like, "Oh, damn, thing's broken." It says it says it's like thirty degrees, but it's freezing in here. Yeah, Um, yeah. The house is cold. They sit together for dinner. Um, Lynn seems mad. This is the Mm. first time we've actually seen her like angry. Yeah, not not angry, angry, like not yelling at him or anything like that. But she seems upset. Yeah. Um, She said that she found grandmother's pendant in Mm -hmm. Cole's drawer, the bumblebee one. Mm Cole swears he didn't take it. Oh, man. And because he won't admit, because he won't admit to it, she sends him to bed. Uh, you know, just... I think you've had enough roast beef. It's yeah. time for you to leave the table. Uh-huh. It's really, like, what do you it's do? not aggressive in any way. No. She's just like, I think you've had enough. You mm-hmm. need to go to bed. Yeah. Because she's mad. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's allowed to be mad. Yep. That's like an heirloom from her mother. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's just appeared in Cole's bed, and now he's lying about it. Mm-hmm. But Cole <laughs> is so his face, sure. like yep, his face, and he he's like crying. Covered. He's yeah. crying. He's like, I didn't take it. Yep. And she's just like, okay, you've had enough roast beef. You need to leave the table. And this is the first time we actually hear her yell at Cole. Yeah, not not aggressively, but frustratedly. Yeah, I yeah, think because yeah. why would why would. Mm. There's two. There's just the two of them. Yeah. I could see her point, and I could see his point. But how do you tell your mom? It's not me. Yeah. It's really not it's, me. It's really not me. Yeah. And she doesn't understand because he won't tell her because yeah. he doesn't he was, want her to yeah. see her that see him that way. Yeah. But the great thing is, Cole leaves the room, and it seems to break her just yeah. as much as it broke him. Yeah, exactly. He yeah. leaves the room and she's upset with herself for getting mad. Yeah, yeah. And it's... <laughs> she's so confused because she's broken yeah. all over her body mentally, physically. You know, she's just tired. She's tired. She works two jobs. She her son's having problems and he won't explain it to yeah. her. She's emotionally drained. She's yeah. physically drained. Mm-hmm. And now she's mad at herself yeah. for getting angry. Yeah. Oh. Uh, it's just... no. Oh! We see Cole walking down the hallway as the the baby husky mm. runs, legs it from Cole's room, yipping as well. I think mm-hmm. it, not yeah. happily, like scared yip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, a boy walks into Cole's room. Cole turns around to watch the dog run away, and that's when you see the boy walk into his room. So Cole doesn't see it. No. But you're like, <laughs> and he's yeah. wearing seventies attire. Yeah. Like yeah. it's very seventies. Yeah. The sort of flared jeans and like the pattern on his shirt is very 70s as yeah. well. And then Cole turns around and sees him and the kid says, hey, come on, I'll show you where my dad keeps his gun. And, and then turns around and you see the back of his skull is missing <sighs> like he's been shot. <sighs> so this kid possibly accidentally shot himself with dad's gun. Yeah. And yeah. now he's replaying that last that last day oh. or whatever. 
Yeah, before he got shot. Yeah. Oh. Look, I'll show you where my dad hides his gun. Yeah, he's and probably trying that to was sh- probably like the yeah. last couple of minutes before he accidentally shot himself. Yeah, yeah, or his friend, because he was, that kid was telling someone. Yeah. Possibly during so, the 70s. Some sort of accident. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So someone um, shot the kid. Yeah, the, the boy turns around to reveal a hole in the back of his head. Um, and Cole asks to sleep in mum's bed. He walks up to Lynn. Lynn's trying to get the dog out of the like the laundry hamper because it's scared. And he's just like, Mum, if if you're not mad, can I sleep in your bed tonight? And she looks at him teary eyed, yeah. like and she's like, Look at my face. Yeah. Do I look mad? Yeah. I'm not mad. Yeah. I love you. And it's like, oh my god, these two are so precious. Very. Um Yeah, and then she hugged him. Yeah, she hugged him. She's so worried about him because she hugs him and he's shaking. shaking. Yeah. He's so terrified he's shaking. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, she's begging Please him, tell me. Please tell me what's wrong. Yeah. I need to know. <laughs> it's really hard, eh? If it's... I was a kid, I won't tell my parents as well. Yeah. It, oh, this is so heartbreaking. Yeah. Next thing we see, we see Anne at work. She works at some sort of jewellery store, antique store, secondhand store, something mm-hmm. like that. It's fancy. It's upper class, though. Mm. Um, oh, with the two couple. With with the couple looking at, like, this this uh, sapphire ring or whatever it was. <laughs> and it's he's, he's just like... <laughs> I love it. You described this scene for me. God, you described this couple for me. I don't know how to say it because uh, the fiance, the woman, was staring at this ring. It was a sapphire, and the um and Anne was explaining how expensive it was or something. Mm. You know, it's one of a kind. Yes, it's unique. Yeah. It's second hand. It's antique. And, and the guy was like, "Have you got anything else plainer?" <laughs> And I was just like, a plain ring for your plain wife? <laughs> how, do you, how do you respond to that? It's just this really funny little tidbit. But we do get a great line from Anne who says, um, uh, I think a part of themselves gets imprinted on those things, uh, like a fingerprint. Mm-hmm. Just talking about something that's being secondhand after someone's passed away. Yeah. You know, a part of them is left behind on this item. Yeah. Which is a nice little tidbit. Yeah. Um, Anne and the man from earlier, the man who was sort of flirting with mm-hmm. her, um, she gives him a birthday present. It's quite uh, an antique book of some sort that he was looking for. They hug twice. Ooh. The second one's a little bit more emotional. Yeah, and they almost kiss. <laughs> but <laughs> what was that, Cat? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but as they're about to kiss, the storefront window cracks. Yeah. Oh, viva la French kiss. <laughs> mm. And it's just enough to distract them. And yeah. they walk outside and yeah. we sort of see um, Malcolm's Malcolm. trench coat and yeah. him walking off. Yeah. So he's, you know, he's he knows he's, what's he's, going on. Yeah, exactly. He's upset. Yeah. Malcolm talks to Cole mm. and tells him he can't be his doctor anymore. Yeah. He needs to focus on Anna because he's losing her. Yeah. And Cole says, don't fail me, is what he says. Oh, man. And Malcolm's reply is, I can't help you. Oh. And this is, oh. Such a mature conversation. Yes. And Cole implores him to believe. You do believe me, don't you? Yeah. And he says that some magic is real and slides a penny across the table. Yeah. So 
such a mature very 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 mature conversation even i can't comprehend that i'm like i'm like if i was nine years old i wouldn't be able to comprehend what that means yeah the sliding the penny across the table some magic is real yeah like oh so good we then hear vincent's voice Mm. sort of like uh like over the top and it says do you know why you're afraid when you're alone i do and we get him crying i do yeah so yeah. we get a replay of that opening mm. line that we got from Vincent. Yeah. That very ominous line. <laughs> very. So Malcolm listens to old recordings of his sessions with Vincent. And Malcolm himself mentions how cold the room is getting. Mm. Like he, he says, oh, you know, oh, I didn't think it would be this cold. Mm. Uh, I didn't think it would be cold this time of year or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm. Um, we hear something... Uh, he, he hears something and there's like a break in the conversation. He has to go take a phone call or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, he plays the tape at a higher volume because during that break, there's like a, a, a slight sound, mm-hmm. a very, very tiny, like I didn't notice it no. when he first plays it, but yeah. Malcolm hears something. So he rewinds it and plays it again with the volume slightly higher and you can hear a faint sort of, it just sounds like wind. Yeah. Wind yeah. brushing past the microphone. Yeah. He rewinds and plays it again, this time at, like, max volume. Mm. And under the static of the microphone, you can hear a man talking in Spanish. Yep. Somebody is speaking in Spanish. Yep. In the room. Malcolm realises that it's real. Yeah. What Vincent and Cole experience is real. Real, yeah. And it's amazing because that's how ghosts apparently supposed to communicate is through radio. Mm-hmm. And so that was because I because I even asked myself like, how was it recorded? Oh, that's right because ghosts communicate through radio, and it's perfect for like legitimacy because yeah. it's a psychiatric recording. A yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like a, a record for the psychiatrist to follow up on treatment. Yeah. Yep. So, the fact that it's there is like legitimate. It's not like oh, I left a microphone on and yeah, now no. I caught ghosts. Yeah, it's yeah. like no, it was always there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Man, he he just could have gone back, mm. gone back. So he goes back and finds Cole. Cole is in the church. He reveals that he believes. He tells yeah. Cole that he believes, and he says the the Spanish man was saying that he doesn't want to die. Yeah, that's what he was saying in Spanish. Um, Malcolm thinks that the ghosts just want help yep you know maybe have you tried talking to them mm-hmm. because they haven't i mean some of them have hurt him yeah but most of the time they just scare him yeah yeah because you know they're grisly they're gory they're they they give you jump scares mm-hmm. um malcolm gets home and sees anna's Anne's co-worker leaving as he's arriving um did you think she was having an affair at this point where you're just like oh uh, yeah well yeah. he he was rushing out though the mm. guy was the guy was literally he was yeah he went to his car and just drove off yeah and malcolm sort of tries to get his attention yeah, but yeah. the guy doesn't hear him and drives no. off yeah yeah it's so definitely there's something yeah and him. that rushness you could put down to the affair like yeah yeah they're, they're in their house yeah so exactly. it's like okay gotta leave now yeah done the deed let's go yeah um cole is asleep in his fort mm-hmm. and he hears Lynn having a nightmare. He comforts her and settles her, he like strokes her hair. And it's really sweet because she's having a nightmare about, about Cole. About Cole. Being hurt. Yeah. Yeah, being her and her not being able to do anything about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Like she's tossing in asleep, just going just saying, you know, 
uh, tell me what's wrong yeah. how can I help you or something like that and yeah, that's her yeah. nightmare exactly and he comforts her and then he goes back to his fort as the temperature drops mm-hmm. he crawls inside to hide he basically huddles around a torch with all these religious figures around him <laughs> he turns on the torch as the fort starts to break open the pegs <gasps> pop off one by one before the camera turns around and there's just a girl vomiting on the floor behind him <laughs> Oh, this, like, I remember this, the first time I watched this, this definitely scared me. Like, I got a jump scare from oh, this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. When I saw the kid, I was like... <gasps> yeah, it's just this girl going... <laughs> throwing up behind him. Uh, he runs as the fort collapses, and you could just see the outline of the girl yep. sat there. You know, if you were a ghost, shouldn't that be a thing? I don't know. <laughs> mm. uh, he calms himself and goes back to the girl to yeah. confront her. I think he runs to the lounge and like hides behind a chair yeah, yeah. and then like calms himself, goes back. Yeah, because and... I thought the girl would come around at the lounge because oh, you've yeah. got that little scene that he was looking. Mm. I was like, oh, but the girl's going to be there. She just stayed Stay. there. Yeah, she stayed at the tent. And I think this was his cue to know that she wasn't like... Going to hurt him. Yeah, mm. she wasn't here to hurt him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the girl, he takes off the cover and the girl just says, she's feeling much better now. And Cole asks what she wants, mm. just like Malcolm had suggested. Mm. So next thing we see, Cole and Malcolm on a bus. They reach a neighborhood where some sort of wake is in progress. There's yeah. a whole group of people all dressed in black all walking towards this single house. Mm. And Malcolm and um, Cole just sort of fall in line to follow the parade, I guess. Mm. They go inside. Um we learned that the girl was in bed for two years before dying mm-hmm. and now the little sister's starting to get sick. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's just kind of subtle how they do it as well. It's like as Cole and Malcolm are walking through the house, you can just overhear people's conversations. Yeah, it was, that was really good. Yeah. That was really good. Because yeah. if you're not paying attention, then you're not going to catch no, this bit. exactly. And it's not hugely important. It's, no. It's not a key thing, but it gives a bit more to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, they head upstairs immediately. Cole goes to the girl's bedroom. We see handmade tapes. There's like, um, what, are, what do you call them? Like VHS tapes? Yeah, v- VHS um, home recordings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that sort yeah. of thing. And they're all labeled yeah. clearly by a child. It's got yeah. like little stars and mm-hmm. stuff on it. It's very cute. There's dolls everywhere, like puppets. Oh, Dee would love this. Oh, Dee would absolutely <laughs> love this. <laughs> yes. Uh, Kat and I have a mutual friend who is terrified of all things dolls. <laughs> Yep. So this room is great. <laughs> Perfect. Um, he gets a jump scare as the ghost girl unintentionally, I no, think. No. Sort of scares him it's because like, she's, she's under the bed. Yeah. And she sort of slides a small wooden box over to him. Mm. And that's it. Mm-hmm. Cole heads downstairs and gives the box to the girl's father. It's so cute, though, how he says it. He's just like, are you Kaylee's daddy? Mm. She wanted you to have this. Mm-hmm. And, she just, and he just hands him the box. Yeah. Uh, I'm just glad that the father kind of trusted him because uh, Cole. Because I don't mm. know if the dad knows Cole. but No, definitely he's not. He's yeah. a stranger. Yeah. Because it feels like they traveled a long way to get here. Yeah. In fact, they mention it, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Cole, they on the bus ride, Cole says, she traveled a long way to come see me, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, the father opens the box, finds a videotape inside. Mm. He plays it. And it's his it's his daughter doing a puppet show. Yeah. In a, in like just as kids do. And yeah. He, you know, she's like ad libbing a play with, yeah. with her puppets. It's very, very cute. Um 
it's yeah it's something she did just before she died by the looks of it she hurries back into bed as she hears something mm. as mum enters um she places food on the shelf just in front of where the camera is that was interesting and uh, before adding a cap full of something to the food did you catch what this was is this nitrate no is it nitrate some i i was like is it looked like gasoline or something like yeah. that it was that sort of color yeah I, I don't know but it was something i should have stopped she but. adds a cap full of something that definitely has the like keep this out of reach of children yeah, yeah. labels on it yeah she adds it to like the tomato soup stirs it in and i like it when she was holding the tray she literally like yeah. I can see your face. Yeah. Oh, it's you. <laughs> yeah, she bends down to pick up the tray and you get a clear shot of her face. Yeah. And then she walks over to the bed and gives it to the daughter. Mm-hmm. And oh, this is heartbreaking. The daughter asks if this afternoon, if she's feeling better, can she go out and play? And the mum says, oh, you know how sick you get in the afternoons. Um, best wait, just in case. And the father cries as he realizes what his wife has done. Yeah. This is so dark. That's very dark. This is so sinister. Very. Yeah. Uh, that's no- why I was thinking, was it really her mother? Like, legit mother? There was another was lady. Because there was another lady outside before they entered, before Cole and Malcolm entered the house, and the other lady was crying mm. really hard outside. I, I think it's the mother. That's the, the real mother. No, no, the blonde lady. Oh, okay. I think that's the mother. Oh, right, okay. And Why would you do that to your kids, man? I don't know. Oh, isn't there a there's there a there's a syndrome for it? I can't remember what it's called. I don't know. But it's like where you you have you have kids you, and then you don't want them anymore. So you no, kill no, them? you don't kill them. You you keep them sick for the attention. Ah, uh, oh, oh. I can't remember what it's called. Oh, okay. But yeah, there is a syndrome for it where uh. like you keep your kids or family members or partner like perpetually sick. Oh. For the attention and the sympathy. Wow, okay. I can't remember what it's called, though. But he, right. he confronts his wife, and, oh, my God, the look on that dad's eyes. Oh, my God. Like, no. Jesus Christ. He was hurt. Like and He was hurt. He was hurt. Mm-hmm. And the, uh, the worst thing is, you know, that girl was sick for two years. Kaylee was... Kay- Kaylee or Kylie was sick mm-hmm. for two years, and now the little sister's starting to get unwell. You're like, she's just doing it to the other one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And the fact that she wasn't even crying. The mother no. wasn't even crying. She, she was playing with the... Not playing. Flower. With, she was like fluffing the flowers. Yeah. No tears in no her eyes. No tears. She didn't look like she was stressed. The father was so... You know, his face. Like, mm. you're... You, you kept them sick. Like, yeah, you, know, you killed her. Yeah, exactly. It's like... Oh. <gasps> Cole talks with the um, with Kaylee or Kylie's sister, mm-hmm. who's just sat on a swing outside, and gifts her one of the puppets from from the bedroom and says, "You know, your sister wanted you to have this." Mm-hmm. Um, we, yeah, we get the impression that the girl has moved on. The girl who was throwing up has moved on now. Yeah, yeah. Whatever unfinished business she had has been completed, yep. and she's gone. Yeah. Cole gets ready for a play. He seems much happier now. He's talking to the lady who's like yeah. um, helping I him. She fix... was a makeup artist. Yeah, yeah. It, it looks like she's like helping him with his makeup or his yeah, costume yeah, yeah. or something like yeah. that. Um, but as she turns, we see that like half of her is completely burnt. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the teacher said, uh, "Who are you talking to?" Yeah, and he's yeah. like, "Nothing. I'm just rehearsing lines." <laughs> and then the teacher. He's more confident now. Yeah, he's more confident in himself, and he's he knows how to deal with yeah. the ghosts now. Yeah, just exactly. talk to them. Yeah. 
and the the teacher says, "Hey, oh, did you know that you that when I was in high school, when I went to school here, there was a fire?" And he, and Cole's like, "I know." I, know. <laughs> I was like, "How would you know?" I love that. It's so yeah. And this is the this is Stuttering Stanley. This is the teacher. Yeah, who, yeah, yeah. So we can see that he's even repairing the relationships yeah. that were damaged before. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah, it's really good. So we we the entire play is like a great metaphor for Cole coming to terms with his gift and actually yep. dealing with his gift now. Yep. Yep. Um, it's the play of King Arthur. Mm-hmm. Cole is now the lead. Mm-hmm. And it's so good because... Tommy he, wasn't? Yeah. <laughs> we see, but but we, see him in the, we see him in the, like, dressing room and he's dressed as a peasant. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, he's in the school play. Yeah. Yay. That's great. Yeah. But then you find out that he's going to be playing King Arthur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he's gone to the lead. He's the lead now, symbolizing like his his new path ahead, exactly. his new way forward. Yeah, like and like being able to conquer. Mm. He's conquered his his troubles. Yeah, and Malcolm watches proudly from the audience. It's so sweet. He's mm-hmm. like laughing and clapping, no, and no. he's so proud of Cole yeah. for everything he's done. He pour, pulls the sword from the stone, and everyone cheers. Like, Everyone cheers and lifts him up, Everyone. just like his, you know, perfect mm. day, his lottery day. I know. And oh. he was laughing, he was smiling, everyone's laughing, everyone's smiling. It was so good. It was amazing. It's it such a so good, good moment for yeah. you. And yes, Tommy was the, what, the village idiot? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, there's a town crier and he's just like, silence, oh. village idiot. <laughs> Oh no, it's Merlin, the kid, the other. Oh, Merlin the kid's kid. Merlin. Yes, he's Merlin, and, he, and Tommy's playing the village idiot. Love it, so good. So good. I'm like, you get what you deserve, you yeah. little shit. <laughs> um, they talk after the play. I love it because this is the first time we've seen Cole sort of like joyful. Like, yeah, and he he's was always acting like he's like swinging his sword. Yeah. He's playing. He's, he's being happy. a child. Yeah, exactly. And the rest of the movie, he's been so like stagnant and like so Scared. robotic yeah. and like. Um, like taught he's mm-hmm. so rigid mm-hmm. in his movements but now he's like free he's yep. he's like playing mm-hmm. he's joking he's laughing giving advice to malcolm yes <laughs> cole says he wants to help malcolm with his wife why don't you talk to her while she's asleep and the two part ways basically mm-hmm. um because cole no longer needs the help yeah Exactly. Which is really sweet, but like he doesn't want to say goodbye no, either. No, the, doc- the doctor's like Malcolm's like. I think this is. I don't think we need to see each other anymore. Mm. I think. I think you'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And Cole's like, well, can we pretend like we're going to see each other tomorrow? Yeah, exactly. And Malcolm just smiles and mm. goes, okay, yeah, yeah, sure, I'll see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And Cole's like, I'll see you tomorrow. Woo! And they part ways. Yep. What a great way to sort of end this relationship. Yeah, it was good. It's, it was really good. It's beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. Um, we see some sort of accident on the road next. There's oh. um, there's Cole and Lynn basically stuck in traffic because there's been some sort of accident. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells his mum his secret. This is the best scene in the movie, in my opinion. My favourite scene. That was my favourite scene as well. This <laughs> made me fucking bawl my eyes out. Yep, 1,000%. Because this is beautiful. This was the She scene. doesn't believe him at first, she says, uh, because, what does he say? He's, um, that's right, they're talking about the accident ahead, and yep. he's like, um, that accident ahead, not everyone's okay. Uh, someone died, yep. a lady died. And the mum's like, what, you can see that from here? 
And he's like, no, she's she's standing outside my window. And you see her. You see this lady with like a bike helmet on. <laughs> and then the lady walks off. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like a bit confused, a bit befuddled yeah. by yeah. this comment. Um, she doesn't believe him at first. But she would never think he's a freak as well. No. Because he says this. He, asked, he, he, ad- he opens up about this secret. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you think I'm a freak? Yeah. And she turns to him again, Look tears in her eyes. And she's like, I would never think you're a freak. Mm. Look at my face. Yeah, look at my face. <laughs> it's, that, it's that right blend of like toughness mm-hmm. and love. Yeah. She's like, no, no, look at my face. I love you. Mm-hmm. And it's gorgeous. It's really good. And then we get the saddest, saddest shit i've ever heard <laughs> he did like she shrugs it off basically yeah. she, she tells him like she loves him and yeah. there is nothing wrong with him no i just have and to then she yeah she just has to process it so she shakes it off and she's like okay my kid's a bit weird that's okay. fine it's absolutely <laughs> fine <laughs> and then he says grandma says hi <laughs> what and she's just like she turns that slow turn to look at her son yeah and she's like that's not funny Mm-mm. Cole, don't do that, honey. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's too sad. And she says she's sorry for taking the bumblebee bumblebee pe- pendant. Yeah. She just likes it a lot. And the mum's like, Cole, no, stop it, please. You know, that's not funny. I'm, you know, because clearly, like, there was the relationship between Lynn and her mother was like very strong it's strong mm. and you could tell that like they were both probably very strong women so they yeah. they probably had conflicts yeah but neither of them uh, yeah this made me cry so much yeah <laughs> and then we we get the lines she wanted me to tell you she saw you dance <gasps> and the mum just starts crying <sighs> because she knows exactly what it is and he continues she said when you were little you and her had a fight right before your dance recital. You thought she didn't come to see you dance. She did. <laughs> and the mum is just so bawling boring. her eyes out and looks so confused. Very confused. I would be I would be confused. I would be upset at the same time. Like, why do you know this? I never told anyone about this. But there's a sense of realization on yeah. her face as well. Like, yeah. oh my, there's, he couldn't know no. this. There's no. no way he could know this. No. Yeah. And then there was another one as well. Yeah, yeah. There's no way he could have known this unless he talked to grandma. And then he he continues. She said, you came to the place they buried her and asked her a question. She said, the answer is every day. Mama, what did you ask? And the mum is, she's her voice is cracking. She even has to like tap her throat as if she's trying to get it going. Yeah. Like she can't make herself speak. And she's yeah. like, I... Do I make her proud? <laughs> Literally, that was... That's it. I fell down and started crying like a mofo. It's gorgeous. For a horror movie as well. Yeah. To be able to pull this kind of emotion into it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. The pair hug. And because they finally understand one another. Now it's much easier for both of them to take care of each other and understand each other. They always wanted to care for each other, but Mm -hmm. now they're letting the other one care for them. Yeah, exactly. The mum is letting the son help her. The son is letting the mother help him. So beautiful. I bet the mother's like, oh, no, oh, oh, that. It all makes sense now. It (laughs) all makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Malcolm arrives home. Mm -hmm. So we're finished with Cole now. We've got a beautifully bowed up 
present of an ending for Cole and Lynn. Mm-hmm. Two amazing, brilliant characters. Mm-hmm. So now we cut back to Malcolm. Mm-hmm. Um, he arrives mm-hmm. home. Anna is asleep on the couch yes. watching their wedding videos. We've had this in a couple of movies now. Yeah. People, when you're grieving, maybe don't watch the wedding video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Like, just don't, because it will just make you It makes you sad. It will hurt you more. But he starts to talk to her. Um, and she says, why, Malcolm, why did you leave me? I don't leave you. And he's like, I didn't leave you. What did you think when this when this was happening? Like, that twist! <laughs> were you confused when she said, why like, did you leave me? Uh, yeah, I was like, well, what, do you, what do you mean? Like, And Anna drops a wedding ring onto the floor. His wedding ring. Malcolm looks at his hand and sees that his wedding ring is missing. Mm-hmm. Um... We hear Cole describing what he sees, what yeah. ghosts are. They're dead, they're everywhere, they don't see the other dead, and sometimes they don't know they're dead. Yep. Malcolm stands in realisation. <laughs> <laughs> they And we, we hear Cole say they only see what they want, want to, to see. see. And we, we look over at the basement door, and the reason it's always locked is because there's a table in front of it. But he doesn't see it. He He never saw the table. No. And we never see him open that door. Yeah. That he was... always goes to open it and the door. Yeah, he would even. And then his... he's in the basement. Yeah. So it was weird. Um, yes, the do- basement door was never locked. It was blocked. Malcolm stumbles upstairs. We cut back to the opening of the movie where Malcolm was shot. Mm-hmm. Anna hurries to help him. Blood is soaking into the mattress where Malcolm lays. Mm-hmm. Um, he touches around his back and feels the blood. Um, Malcolm lays on the bed and says that he he feels all right. It, 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 it I'm I'm yeah, fine. It. it doesn't even hurt anymore. And then he he just lets out one last breath and just dies. Mm-hmm. That he died that night. He did die that night. Um, we cut back to the present day. Uh, Malcolm apologizes to Anna and realizes his unfinished work is finished. Mm-hmm. He he helped the patient that he failed. Yep. He tells her he loves her. Mm-hmm. And um, she says, good night, Malcolm. <laughs> Malcolm closes his eyes and we fade to white. Final shot is of their wedding videos at the point they finish their vows and mm. kiss. And that was it? And that's the end of the movie. What a twist! <laughs> That twist at the end. The twist is so good. Did you know this twist beforehand? It's like quite well known as a it, twist. It is or? quite well known already by then. So, mm. but you know, I have not seen the movie, so it's like okay, I know because everyone's talking about the big twist. Yes. So I'm like, it's what made M Night famous. Yeah, exactly. And I see dead people. And the I see dead people. <laughs> but the clever thing is, this film is really fun to watch when you already know the twist. Yeah. Because then you get to see it play out. Yep. Malcolm never interacts with anything. No. He never opens a door. No. No one ever looks or speaks at him except for Cole. Yep. Yeah. Lynn, when she, when when you see that scene where where Cole comes home from school, Lynn and Malcolm are sat opposite opposite each other. The mother never mentions. Never mentions Malcolm. No. Doesn't look at Malcolm. No. But the thing is when. If you didn't know the twist, it just looks like they were talking before. Yes. And then um, she kind of so did her clever. thing. And then she said, you've got an hour. So yeah. 
I thought, oh, okay, they've... An hour with the therapist. Yeah, exactly. But it's not. She means, like, it's an hour till dinner. Yeah. And, like, the... Like, yeah. And that entire scene happens when she's in the kitchen making pancakes. Yep, exactly. It's it's an amazing movie. I actually love it. I love it. Yeah, it's such a clever movie. And just the little things as well, like, like... The temperature fluctuations mm-hmm. and the lights the flicker. The details, yeah. Like... I don't see the flight lights flicker. <laughs> and it's around Malcolm. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and, like, if you catch it, then you're like, oh... Now I have to watch it again. This Fourth time. <laughs> yeah, this movie tells you at every point, yeah. he's dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, wearing he the, he's wearing the same clothes. Yep. <laughs> and he's always wearing the same clothes. See, that's what I was asking, like, is this guy never have a shower? <laughs> <laughs> it's so clever. I love it. And like I said, rewatching it, it doesn't lose value. Sometimes no. when you get movies with a mystery or yeah. like a reveal, mm-hmm. like you watch it again, but it doesn't really have any impact you anymore. You kind of look at, you kind of look the movie a different way. Yes. Why? It was because like now that. you're like, okay, this character, we know this character's dead. Mm-hmm. How do they do this movie? Yeah, correct. And they do it by, he doesn't interact with anything. Correct. When he comes, when Anna's having their anniversary dinner, and he comes and sit down. Sits down. The chair is already pushed out. Yeah. He doesn't move that chair. He just no. sits down. Yeah. And she's not ignoring him. No. He's not there. No, exactly. And she says happy anniversary. She's not mad at him. She's no. grieving. Yeah, exactly. She's actually trying to have an anniversary with him. Yes. But he wasn't there. But he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> that made me cry. That made me upset because I was like... Ew, she's hurting so much. Yeah. All right, so give me your overalls for this movie. What did you think of the script, the acting, the concept, just everything? Give me your overall for this movie. Overall movie, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10? 9 out of 10. It's a pretty bloody good movie. Eh? It is a really good movie. Um, I don't really see any flaw in it, to be fair, but I'll give it 9 out of 10 because, one, I guess it's not, it's not a really scary movie. No. But it was more on, like, so many emotions in there, like even happy, even sad, everything, mm. all the emotions have been playing around me the whole, the whole movie. And I loved it. The actors themselves, great. Bruce Willis. How could you not like Bruce Willis? Right? He does such an amazing job and for such an emotional role as well. Like you yeah. think of him mainly as like a, like an action hero. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But then here he is playing as a psychologist yep. in a movie where there's zero action. Yep. And he nails it. Exactly. But yeah, this whole movie, like the script is fantastic. Mm-hmm. The dialogue, like Cole speaks so intelligently, but not yeah. beyond the realms of how you'd expect a child yeah, to talk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. So it doesn't feel out of place. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. you know, Lynn as a character, like all these characters who aren't even like mains. Yeah. Although she is a pretty main character, but like everyone feels so well-rounded. Yeah. Yeah. They have, they have specific roles and they're really perfect for each other it actually uh balanced everyone's role in there absolutely yeah. there was like i don't like you oh except tommy but yeah. he, was, <laughs> he was good as a kid you know bully yeah as a as a child villain I yeah, guess. yeah yeah exactly. like he was exactly what you need it's not so outrageous that no. he's like murdering people no, but no, no, it's, no. it's just enough yeah it's not too much. It, like I said, it was a good balance of acting. Mm. Even the director being the actor, you know, it's, it's just, yeah. it's great. <laughs> yeah, this is a 10 out of 10 for me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like as a haunting movie, like, yes, it's not, I wouldn't say it's like scary, scary. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. the ghosts appearing and stuff like that is more startling than yes. it is scary. Yeah. But it's enough to unsettle you. Mm-hmm. And just by its themes and nature, it's horror. 
but it's actually like a family drama. Exactly. And you also think about, oh, does this really happen in real life? That's yeah. the psychology part of it. And you go, what if it actually does happen to a lot of people and you don't know it? You know? It's, yeah, it's just, it's so interesting. How do you and deal with it? I can completely understand why this made um, M. Night Shyamalan famous. Mm. Like, it's such a damn Good film. Movie. Yeah. Really good movie. So we like to give credit where credit's due here. So is a particular actor or character you want to give credit to? Cole! Cole. I'm Cole. Haley Joel Oswald. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> amazing. He he's just a kid that could act like that. It was amazing. It's like an Oscar worthy performance out of this like nine year old. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't even know how old he was then. Yeah, I'm not sure. But the way he acted was so good he was for a kid. He was captivating to watch. He was so intense. All I yeah. could think was like, man, this kid's so intense. Even the yeah. way he say see he says things in the hospital, like, I see dead people. Like, uh, like, ha! Yeah. <laughs> for a line that, like, if you didn't have the right actor, would be cheesy and yeah. corny. Yeah. But he says it in just the right way that it's terrifying. He's and a good actor heart-stopping at the same time. Have you ever seen AI? It's not a horror movie, no. but Hayla Joel Oswald's about the same age. Right. Plays like a, a robot kid. Oh, okay. Who's trying to find the blue fairy to become a real boy so his mum will love him. Well, okay. Watch it. Okay. If you like Hayley Joel Oswald, he's fantastic. Yeah, okay. Uh, oh, I'll put that on my list. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not a horror, so just... Okay. Oh, cool. Take, it is a Good. sad movie, though. <laughs> Well, you know what? I like crying, yeah. so give it to me. <laughs> All right, so that brings us to the end of our movie. Thank you so much for um, joining me this week. And wow. Yeah, and I hope you come back for another, a third movie. <laughs> <laughs> give me them psychological horror. <laughs> yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you again next week. Bye-bye now. Bye. Thanks again to our guests, and thank you for listening. Don't forget to leave a rating and review. It really does help people find the podcast. And remember, you can get in on the discussion by sending us an email, cherrypophorror at gmail.com. Okay, I'll let you go. Good night. Sleep tight. Don't let the monsters bite. <laughs>